0: FanJunkies Radio is brought to you by FanJunkies.net, where sports meets social networking. To our open form Friday here on Fan Junkies Radio. I'm your host, Jonathan Ragus, and alongside me, as always, my co host, Mike McShane. Mike, what's going on, man?
1: Uh, well, I'm going to try to get through this hour. Not much of a voice. We know what that's all about.
0: You'll get through it, Mike. I have faith in we're, you. We're going to get through it. Uh, I we always faith. do. We always do. But just in case your voice <laughs> does happen to die out, absolutely. Joining us as well, our third partner here, Jim Williams. Jim, what's up, buddy?
2: Uh not a whole heck of a lot, guys. Good afternoon. Uh good Friday afternoon here. I should be outside, but you know what? Screw it. Let's talk sports.
1: Okay. <laughs> we built in backup.
2: <laughs> yes. You've got i I can talk for the three of us. So there you go.
0: Yes. Well, maybe at least one and a half of us.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah,
0: but true. we'll get through it. You're um before we do anything, Mike, we missed last uh last show and I was a little ticked off at myself for it. And it's one of my favorite segments. We gotta <laughs> do it right away. Today's sports.
1: Well, hey, uh, tomorrow is a big day in uh, racing uh, lore. Uh, we've got the traditional Kentucky Derby going on mm-hmm. tomorrow. You know, I was mentioning the other the other day, uh, Jonathan and 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 Jim as well. Th- this has got to be one of the quieter Kentucky Derbies I can remember in many years.
2: There yeah. isn't much
1: chat about it.
2: Not much going on about it. I mean, it's 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 under the radar. I wonder if it has something to do with. You know, the mentality of what horse racing has become with all of these, uh, like the PED stuff that we'll talk about later in baseball and other sports, it's the same sort of thing here in in horse racing anymore.
1: I I was wondering whether it was that perhaps maybe there wasn't anyone in the field that is projected to actually be or go on to be. A triple crown winner. That's what I was actually wondering.
2: That, but, that's part of it, too. And, and go figure. Watch what will happen. We'll get a triple crown winner this Exactly,
1: week. exactly. But let's go to the Kentucky Derby for a moment for our Today in Sports, and let's take it back to 1969 when uh, President Richard Nixon became the first seated U.S. president to ever attend the Kentucky Derby.
0: I am not a crook.
1: Well, you know, it's interesting. I'm going to put a picture up of him in the stands. Uh, and who is standing right next to him? In the stands at the Kentucky Derby But how about Ron and Nancy Oh
0: nice nice. Were, were you next to them as well Mike <laughs>
2: <laughs> Well you know, I, hear, you I you
0: had
2: never, Nixon by a nose
0: never
1: miss a beat do you man No, you,
2: yeah. <laughs> no. Never was.
0: But you know what honestly Serious question Is there any you know, horses at the uh, Kentucky Derby That uh, you're favoring Mike
1: yeah, Or do you not know any of them
0: because <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, oh god, and I got him down on oh. my sheet is um, his uh, jockey is uh, Mickey O'Shea, and it's uh, Roland Doobies.
2: Oh jeez,
0: he's, oh. he's win it all, I'm telling you.
1: Oh my goodness maybe yeah. that's why. Maybe that's why this Kentucky Derby's not getting as much play.
0: Uh, listen, you, you name horses like that, I guarantee you.
2: Oh, it would get a lot of play.
0: People are too, You know, I I think hey. they let me name some of these horses.
2: And if he if he pays four twenty for a win, that's all you need to know.
0: Listen, I, I all I know is that I got my money on Sarah Jessica Park down the stretch. Very good. Four. Mm,
2: I think Hillary what Duff is. could give her a run for her money. Oh no
0: no 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 no. Yeah, it's going to be one of those kinds of days, folks.
2: And then Amanda Bynes comes up uh, with her boobs at the end. So there you go.
0: Breast implants. Yeah. Three four
1: seven two three seven five three seven three. Save us, please. Friday. You got to call us.
2: So <laughs> Mike
0: horse walks into a bar. Uh Uh
2: Uh-oh. Bartender says, why the long face? Yeah. Yeah. John, I've got two words of of very good advice for you. (laughs) Next story? Yeah. Comedy coach. Thank you.
0: Well. Comedy coach. It's not in my salary, Jim.
2: What what salary? Exactly. What a Friday this is going to be. This is going to be a fun Friday, kid. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, yes.
0: But it is, it is the open forum Friday, so call in with your questions, your comments, or your,
1: joke, your better jokes, please. Better
0: jokes, or to tell us if you do actually know a horse in the Kentucky Derby, and it's three four seven two three seven five three seven three. But let's jump into it right now. We got the giggles out of us, and uh, what we like to do here on Fan Junkies Radio, guys, is uh, talk about PEDs and sports.
2: Yeah, we all like to we all like to take some syringes out every now and again.
0: We, you know, it does it's seem. Too, big, Maybe it, you.
2: you. You know, it's
1: funny. It, it does seem that if we're not talking about the Lakers, we're talking about BED. <laughs> it, 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 it's
0: because they're, it, it's, they're both messes, man. I, you know. <laughs> Major League Baseball and the Los Angeles Lakers and Andrew Bynum. Oh, no, don't I, get
2: me started. I don't, don't go there.
0: Not Andrew Bynum.
2: Don't go there.
0: We've spoken a lot about Andrew Biden.
2: Well, he had to be on
1: PEDs the other night, I guess, or the other day when he was uh, in Spain dancing, huh? What do you think, Jim?
2: Oh, man, he was trying out for Dancing with the Stars right there. Oh, it was bad. It huh? was uh, terrible.
0: No? Terrible.
2: It was terrible. I was wondering if his uh,
0: rubber straps were tied around his thighs.
2: Oh, man. Oh, no! Oh, no!
0: All right, but let's talk about PEDs here. Uh, Last time we spoke about it, we spoke about all the uh, Biogenesis mess and the documents being bought by uh, Major League Baseball. And now we have the owner of Biogenesis, Tony Bosch, um, saying that all the PED reports and all the documents are inaccurate. Well,
1: what do you expect the guy to say?
0: Exactly. You read all of this. Is this this guy trying to reach uh, for his own lifeline right now or what?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean – the comment, the quote uh, that that's just gold. I am a nutritionist. Yes. I don't know anything about performance enhancing drugs. Bull. You know what? I, c- come on. You're running an anti aging clinic, okay? You. It's just okay. I've had this problem on the podcast. I do the baseball podcast. It's just the story that will never, ever end, and it makes me sick even talking about it. The man, listen, it takes two to tango. He's as guilty as the people who came to him. Looking at you, A-Rod, looking at you, Braun, allegedly, and Cabrera and the others. He's, you know, it takes two to tango. He was the supplier to to the players who needed the demand of it. I mean, you know, he's not an innocent victim in this. Come on.
0: He's not. He's not an innocent victim. Eh? Are you?
2: Wait a minute. I heard a phone in the background. Are you calling Bosch yourself? I'm actually. <laughs> I'm
0: actually calling uh, Bud Seelig right now. See if we can get him. Oh, on. Oh well. Good luck
2: with this. that. I well, called Roger Goodell last season. No, I had asked Jonathan to call up and renew my
1: subscription. My prescription. Oh. So my <laughs> anti aging drugs. Well, oh the, the my they're not working, man.
2: He's getting
1: on the phone to call Bosch to ask him to uh up re really? up my uh, prescription.
2: <laughs> I think he needs some of that tiger blood. Yeah. <laughs> my, I hate to tell you man,
0: but they've been giving you placebos. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, thanks a lot <laughs> Well, somebody's
2: gotta be the guinea pig and look oh, at you, McCain. Oh, I,
1: hate to, I hate to sound like I'm profiling but uh, obviously you guys got this, this same article that, that Jonathan sent over to us this morning you know the ESPN one. Yeah. If you watch the video, the guy looks like a drug dealer for God's sake. He, he does. does. He, is a, he is a just a a, a real uh, douche.
2: Yeah, douche. Thank you. Thank,
1: thank you. you. Yes. Uh, come on. The the guy, he, he
2: looks right out, big out big of the cast thing. of The Hangover for God's he sake. He needs a
1: big hat and to be standing on a corner for God's sake.
2: And of yeah. course of course, Pedro Gomez, poor guy. Is
0: yeah. Pedro hey, Gomez, what happened to him, man? He used to be well, a couple. couple one
2: Remember, he, he's always been linked with PEDs. Remember, he yeah. was close personal friends with Barry Bonds during the chase. So. I think yeah. that's what killed him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Tony Bosch, man, he looks like a right out of Donnie Brasco with those glasses on. Yeah,
2: he does.
1: Oh, wow. Good one. That's an excellent one. That's, that's a, very that's a good, good
2: reference, actually. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, but, I mean, you know, no, this whole thing is just, you know, I guess, obviously – and, you know, you got to wonder what the angle is of the folks and what well, we've talked about it before. I mean, you know, everybody's blogging nowadays, and we're all running out of things to write about. But what the hell do you expect the guy to say when you walk up to him and go, hey, what about these allegations, or is any of this true? Of course he's going to say, oh, no, it's all bullshit. Well, oh, it's you know.
2: like, yeah, it's like when Sammy Sosa was on the stand a few years ago, and he, you know, magically unlearned his English language uh, skills. Yeah. I no no have no English. be very very good to me.
0: Well, I mean he said more than Maguire did. Well, no that's because Ma-
2: did you want to hear Maguire speak in that high uh voice that incriminates him more than anything else? Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, something like uh <laughs> Oh, jeez. They
0: all learned,
2: like
1: yeah. They they learned from Raphael Palmera not to say too much.
2: Uh yes. Yeah, anyway.
1: Well, exactly,
0: yeah, don't say anything. <laughs> say no comment, like McGuire, yeah. and then you'll become a hitting coach of a you know, professional be, baseball don't,
1: team. Don't be a dumbass like Rafael Palmaro and sit there, you know, and point fingers and say, huh? oh, I never did that, no. You know, Actually, you know if you look at it, out of all
0: those people, McGuire is the one that took the safe route, and he's the one in Major League Baseball still. Yep.
2: Yeah, Well, yeah. with the Cardinals as the hitting coach. Go so figure. You know, eventually
0: he'll be, you know, he'll be a manager somewhere.
2: Inevitably. Inevitably. Yeah, well,
0: One of the comments I liked was, uh, I have have been accused and tried and convicted in the media, nowhere else. He he was he was accused. I mean, you know, there's no court date yet. There, you know, there's nothing going on. Of course, you're going to be convicted in the media.
2: He's trying to be like Leslie Nielsen. I've been wrongfully accused. (laughs) Oh man. Well, honestly, guys,
0: do you ever see this going away? Will Major League Baseball shape up?
2: uh, it's impossible for them to truly shape up because as i've mentioned a million times to a million different people when asked about this you can put as many false safes uh, fail safes as you can in in place you can put as many tests as you can in place the drug culture and the chemical uh, formulas will always be one to two to three steps ahead so to get rid of it All together, you're never going to be able to. You can put as much as you can in place, and I I do applaud them for putting in testing for HGH in season randomly. uh, But there's no way to completely curtail it.
1: I don't know. Well, you know, look, uh, I don't know where to go with it because we talked about it so, so many times. You know what? I think if it cleans up, we'll have nothing to talk about. Well, we talked about it on this show, uh, Jim and I, you, 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 and we've talked about it over on on, on your show, Jim. Um, the, the, I guess it becomes one of a question when we sit back. We sit back as fans and we go, uh, you know, it, it's always, as Jim just said, it's always going to be one step ahead of us. Um, what do you do? I mean, it's it, it's it's almost a, a losing battle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you get to the point where it's like, well, wait a minute. Why are we even Why are we even wasting our time on this any longer? So you you know, wow. Uh, it's kind of like that in between thing where you go, we gotta clean this up. We gotta clean this up. But God knows we'll never be able to clean it up.
2: Exactly. <laughs> it's damned if you do, but damned if you don't. That's exactly what. It so
1: is. how do you How do you What do you do about it? Do you just throw your hands up in the air and say, oh, the hell with it? We're not going to do anything.
2: You have to make the commitment at least to save face. You have to make the commitment and you have to put as many fall safes in as you possibly can, knowing full well that there's always going to be a few people who slip through the cracks and some people who get it injected in the cracks like A-Rod. So, um, what? <laughs> Without line, I apologize. It's a horrible
0: life. This is a family-friendly show, man.
2: It's a family-friendly show. Okay. But not on Friday's.
0: Yeah, on Fridays it's uh The F, open the games.
2: F stands for
0: Yes. Yeah. That's right. Well, well you know what? I'm kinda getting tired talking about PEDs and baseball. Um
2: I think you need one because if you're tired that could be a problem. You need to, you know Well,
0: you know what yeah. I, I I guess I need to go see my nutritionist.
2: <laughs> you're quote unquote nutritionist. That's <laughs> Well you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Doctor Johnny Feel uh fever is uh, is, uh you know, <laughs> Johnny <probably> Feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Well,
1: okay. so, You know, John and I, I think, we, what was it, Wednesday or Monday or Wednesday this week? We were talking about it a little bit too from the, uh, you know, when we were talking about it. Because <laughs> in <laughs> in we've
0: spoken about it in 67 in, of them.
1: In golf. We were talking about it in golf, of all like yeah, that. What? Golf? You know, now, uh, and then, of course, I brought up the, the the question, you know, why don't we hear about it in hockey? Why don't we hear about it in the NHL? For God's sake, it's got to be there. If it's in golf, it's got to be in the NHL. Of course, it's got to be in
0: everything. I, you, listen, it, even if one person in each sport has tried it or is still doing it, it's in every sport. Of course. I, it's, it's, it's in every Olympic sport. You know, I, it, it, if it isn't in any, could it be something like a synchronized women? Or you know, something where nobody really cares. You know, it's uh but it's definitely in the bigger sports, you know, it's yeah. in weightlifting, it's in wrestling, it's in gymnastics, it's in everything, Mike, you know, it's in swimming, I you know.
2: But any time you have a Russian or Romanian or Czechoslovakian or yeah, it shows you how old I am, right? Wow. A women's team you know there's going to be something involved, because, you know... They're, they're this is steroids. Right? This is Captain Crutch. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes.
1: Uh, well, Jim's over there doing a little profiling. No, uh, oh, no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> That's racist, man. Uh, <laughs> no, no,
1: no. Maybe wait, wait. the first one made it, too. Come on. Let, let me go back to the NHL for a moment, though, Jonathan.
0: Uh,
1: is is the NHL a bombshell just waiting to go off? Oh, it's going to act, Mike. Or, 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 or somehow or another, I mean, what... Here, I guess my point is, why don't we hear about it there? We don't hear about it much in the NBA either. No, because
2: we're too busy hearing Don Cherry talk about, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, that, you know uh, these uh, female sideline reporters uh, can't have them in the locker room. Uh, that's a no good. Oh, that's my God. God. You know, that's that's <laughs> all uh, we hear about the hockey. I'm sorry. Uh, so, Brian, what do
0: you think of my toys?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, tie, uh, good time, good time right there. Uh, that's true. Oh. oh, man. We're, we're, we're
0: just all over the place today, man. It's
2: uh, Yeah, we are, yeah, we are, Ron, yeah, are, Ron. yeah uh, you know.
0: I, I, I promise everybody listening, we we seriously are not drinking here. No, no it's
2: just
0: it's Friday. It's, Friday. it's, it's, just much better. it's, it's Friday. Friday, we've had a long Thursday, a long night. And yep. uh, we're very excited about next week's show, so we're just
2: we're lending it out now, so the professionalism comes out next Friday. Exactly,
0: we need to get back to the professionalism on Monday. Today it's just all fun and games.
2: I got to get in touch with
0: Don though to borrow a hat or two
1: for uh, five minutes at the Pratt house. And go oh yeah,
0: Look,
1: get that uh,
2: get that Whalers hat or I, I, uh,
1: you know, listen that big pink thing he was wearing a couple of weeks ago. That was oh awesome.
2: man, he was like, on the streets of Toronto getting never mind. If, if you, you want, want a hat, hat,
0: if you want a hat. I'll set you up with Clyde Frazier, man. There ain't nobody rocking better hats than Clyde Frazier. Yeah. Well,
1: I don't. I don't know. Don's, Don's pink one. That big old. Clyde uh, well, Frazier's a pimp.
0: I'm
1: gonna
2: I'm gonna get yeah, my suits with right. Craig Sager for now on. Okay. Sags to the man. Oh, there you go. Yes.
1: There you go. That there guy you. gets dressed in the dark.
2: Who's that? Craig Sager, TNT. Oh, Sager, yeah.
0: Craig Sager. I, I don't know. I don't know if his wife dresses him or what, but.
2: He actually he actually per, uh, purchases fabric. Somebody found an article about this online, and he actually gets them custom made based on fabric he actually purchases from I don't know like a craft store or something. Are you it's,
1: serious? It's, like I'm serious. clothes are custom made?
2: They are custom made. Yeah, and they're made by blind people, so there you go. See, I'm profiling all day, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh. yeah.
0: I actually, thinks you gets them at the thrift store. Oh, so. no, no. Looks
2: like. No. Goodwill's yeah. got better stuff than that. I'm
0: Popping yeah. some tags at the thrift store. You're oh, popping some
2: <laughs> Wow. All right, let's get into uh, a
0: little NFL here because you got a bold, very bold prediction.
2: Bold prediction.
0: From Minnesota Vikings running back Adrian Peterson. And guess what? He's not joking. He says that he is going to rush for 2,500 yards this season.
2: Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Right.
0: 2,500 yards. Mike, you first. Does AP rush for 2,500 yards, or is he going to have problems even cracking a 1,000 this year?
1: Yeah, well, okay. Well, all right. Uh, I'm going to give the devil his due. Uh, will he break a 1,000? Oh, absolutely, Adrian. Charlie Daniels?
2: <laughs> run for the balance, run, boy, run! Devil's <laughs> in the land of the rising sun! <laughs> <laughs> He's <laughs> He's done. He's move on from it. He
1: is going. Yeah, listen, he can break a 1,000 yards, absolutely. 2,500?
0: No. All right, where do you see him going this season?
1: Well, I, I, you know, oh, I, he's a bold prediction. I want your
0: bold prediction.
1: Twelve fifty. dollars one Bob.
0: Jim, your bold prediction.
1: We're playing the prices right here, folks.
2: Yeah, yeah. I want to play Plinko. I know, just so I, I, I think can... Jim,
1: will, Jim will be jumping in on this. With oh, absolutely. Come
2: on down. Come on down. Get the models out there. Yes, sir. Um, Please make sure you spade and neuter your ass. Well, we had John or neutered before we went to air, so I think we're okay. Actually, yeah. we had both spade and neutered, which is kind of creepy. But we did be a hold,
0: though, that's for sure, man.
2: Okay, well, there you go. Hey.
0: I'm sure you can hire Amanda Bynes and Lindsay Lohan on the cheek. Oh,
2: talk about neutering. Now.
0: Just give him some crack.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Back, back to the topic at hand. My bullet prediction is this, and I hate to say this because AP helped me out big time fantasy. I think he gets injured this year. I don't think he makes it to a thousand yards. Oh,
0: that's awful, Mike. Uh, that's awful, Jim.
2: It's awful. No. It's yeah, yeah. It's awful if I am Mike. That's that's awful. Oh,
0: there you go. No, I'm but, better. I'm better though since I
1: met Tony Bosch.
2: That's true. Placebos <laughs> <laughs> well, work wonders. What can we say, folks? No, seriously. I mean, I. People are going to be gunning for him this year more than more than usual, I think. And there's so much after last season. You look at that Minnesota offense. How how did they succeed? How did they win the division? How did they get to the playoffs? Simply, Adrian Peters in it wasn't for Christian Ponder. That's for damn sure. Yeah. And I think they haven't built around Ponder. The offense is no better than it was last season. So. Peterson's just one bad hit away and I think it could be this year. He could Well, be.
0: now do you think the Vikings are already knowing this kind of things and that's why they now have Greg Jennings there, quarter Patterson, and are actually gonna give some help to, they're going to give him to help. the ball.
2: Okay, they're gonna give him some help, but again it's all contingent upon the man throwing the ball and Ponder to me still hasn't proven himself. No. Okay,
1: but but you make a you make a valid point and all the more reason, Jonathan, that um I I think you'll see a, di- a diminishment of Peterson's numbers. When yeah. you've got Jennings and you've got Patterson, and I think Patterson is the <laughs> diamond in the rough there. Mm-hmm. Uh obviously uh, 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 obviously Minnesota is looking to change up their offense a bit more. I mean
0: they
1: look, make no mistake, the the, the Minnesota offense last year, it was one thing and one thing only. It was AP. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So It was all AP. Yeah. They,
2: they, they were one trick pony.
1: They're rounding it out a bit here by uh, addressing the needs that they needed to. Um, the thing that's got me somewhat interested in, you know, we'll have to see how that all plays out with regard to their offensive line.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, are, are, is the offensive line going to be strong enough? Well, their offensive
0: line was huge last season for them, so it, it
1: certainly was. Yeah. So, but I think you're going to see a diminishment in AP's numbers simply because of the fact they're obviously going to change up the offense. You know, where it's not going to be a straight running game. That's all they had last year.
2: They're yeah. going to try to balance things out, and that could be their undoing ultimately. I mean, uh, you're absolutely right. To expect AP to challenge Eric Dickerson's record this season is ridiculous, mm-hmm. no matter what, no matter if he stays healthy or not. If he stays healthy, he'll get 1,500, 1,600 yards, you know, 100 a game on average. That's about, you know, a paw for the course. But I-, I can't see him even coming close to what he did last season. I can't see that.
0: All right. well, we we've spoke about... These,
1: we've seen these kinds of predictions, uh, Jonathan, from others. Yeah. Uh, already, and we talked about... Look, this is bold.
0: Fans. I mean, this is beyond bold. Uh, 2,500 yards is 2,500 yards. It's
2: bold stupid is what it is. That's oh. what it is. I mean, listen, does he have the right to make the prediction? Yeah, he does. Of course, yes, why not? He has the right to, considering he is arguably, when healthy, the best running back in football. That being said, you know, it's... It's one thing to say, I aspire to, I'm going to try my hardest to, as opposed to him saying, I'm going to do this. You know, suckers, come on, let's go. Yeah.
1: The fact of the matter is Adrian Peterson could say that he's going to rush for 4,000 yards. You know, the bottom line, nobody's going to criticize him in the end when he doesn't do it. No. exactly
2: because he's going to do his part. Because he's still going to have probably
0: around fifteen hundred yards. You know, right. he's right. still going to chip in about ten t- touchdowns. I mean, you know, he's still going to have a good year as long as he doesn't get injured. That's the thing.
2: Right, hey guys. I'm going to run for five thousand yards this season. In Madden, thank you.
0: <laughs> we all have to run for five thousand feet first.
2: Yes, uh, I need two feet first. To <laughs> hold
1: on, let me get Tony Bosch on the phone.
2: <laughs> hey, maybe you can get me a couple of extra feet. that would be nice. <laughs> maybe you
0: can get those rubber bands around uh, Andrew Bynum's thighs.
2: Uh, oh, jeez. Oh, stop it. Or the rubber bands in his knees. <laughs> Here comes a man, rubber band. Well, that's band. how he was
1: able to dance as well as he was the other night. Hey. Well,
2: you know, he had some cortisone injections, and uh, he had that glucosamine stuff you see on the the old uh, the daytime TV commercials. Come on. Hey.
0: <sighs> Well, we did talk about AP's uh, bold prediction here. Now, let me ask you guys. By week 7 or 8, what's your bold prediction? Is it Ponder or Castle that's leading this offense?
2: Ooh. Hmm. I think it's Ponder. I I, I think it's Ponder because Castle, since leaving New England a few years ago, has proven he can't lead a team on his own. Ponder can't really lead a team on his own either, but he's younger they're gonna they're gonna try to work around him there's a there's a work in progress uh, mentality shall i say with uh, with ponder in place i i mean if healthy ponder's gonna be the quarterback this season there's no question
1: i i agree jim uh, work work in progress is exactly the right phrase we haven't uh i'm not I kind of take exception to the folks that want to criticize Ponder. I, we, we haven't had a chance to see what he's capable of doing with a good offense around him. As, as I just pointed out, the only thing that they've had so far that, that since he's been there has been Adrian Peterson. Now you've given him a couple of run uh, wide receivers. Now we're going to get a chance to see what Ponder's capable of. Yeah. Uh, me, I frankly think Ponder is better than um, most people give him credit for.
2: Let me beg a question to you, Mike do you liken Ponder now in the situation he's in to mm, a younger Joe Flacco in terms of he didn't have that many weapons and people were complaining about the fact that he would throw for 150 yards in a game on a frequent basis?
1: Nice uh, nice analysis, nice uh, comparison. I think you make a very valid one. I, I think that's a great example. Um, you know, I'm not ready to predict that Ponder is going to be what we've seen from Flacco. Um not that I think that Flacco's all that, but I mean, obviously he's got success behind him and he's proven that. Uh, but I think Ponder's got the capability, mm-hmm. and I, I think we've, uh, I think the the jury has has uh, come in on him a little bit early. And that, mm-hmm. Let's put it that way.
2: The the one thing we can all agree on, his wife is amazing. Anyway, yes,
0: very true, very very, very true. Yes. All right, let's uh, jump into a little bit of basketball here because we have a few things to talk about.
2: Oh, in yeah. the basketball
0: world. But before we do that, it is open forum Friday. Call in with your questions, your comments, anything you want to talk about. Call in at 347 237 5373, and we'll patch you in live right here with the Fan Junkies Radio crew. Yeah, All right.
1: Have a good Friday joke?
0: Yes. Anybody have a good Friday joke?
2: Well, see, I, I usually save, save my Easter material for around Easter. So. Ha <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: Jim, when I'm done with my comedy coach, I'll send them your
2: way, man. No, 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 no. I don't need a comedy coach. You need a comedy you need a comedy <laughs> You need a
0: comedy country, man. That's what you need.
2: Yes. All right, let's get
0: into this now. Um got a question after I say this to both of you guys, uh, related to this topic here, and that's Derek Rose.
1: Rose hasn't
0: played the whole season with the uh Chicago Bulls because of a uh, ACL tear. And um you know, he's he's been practicing, he's been running. I've 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 been hearing good things that he's been running really well in the court and could possibly play and could have possibly played weeks ago. And now, um CBS Chicago, and I believe it's six seventy to score as well, um, you know, they're giving Chicago Bulls fans basically an open forum to yell out yell at and plead and basically intimidate Derrick Rose into playing in the playoffs. Um you know, this is the face of the Chicago Bulls right here, Derrick Rose. Yep. Is this something that could potentially push Derrick Rose away from being the face of the Chicago Bulls and making him go towards another team when he becomes a free agent? Because the because what he's getting from the fans now, and especially the media in Chicago, is they want him to come back now and potentially hurt himself further if he's not ready uh, just for this playoff run. Doctors, doctors cleared him two months ago, Jonathan.
1: Yeah. Sure. They said he was capable of playing two months ago. Uh, at this point right now, in my opinion, the fans of Chicago have every right to be as pissed off as possible at this man. And I really do not understand what his motive is at this particular moment, if for no other reason than to just get the hell out of Chicago.
0: I, You know, everything I'm reading, uh, Tom Thibodeau came out, Nate Robinson... Jakeem, no, everybody came out. They all told the fans, you know, he's not ready to come back. We support him in his decision. Leave him alone. He'll come back when he's ready. Now, if the team, the executives, the president, the GM, the coach, the players themselves are backing Derek Rose, should the fans back him as well? No. No,
1: absolutely not, and I'm going to tell you why. The fans have a right to express themselves the way the fans want to express themselves. I am not going to sit here and be a lapdog for some owner or another team member who happens to be getting paid millions of dollars while I'm sitting around paying uh, my hard-earned money to go see the product.
2: Mm. Absolutely
1: not. The fans have mm. every right to say whatever they want, and to hell with whatever the frickin' ownership or the fa- or the or his teammates are saying.
2: I think you've got him upset, John. It's about time. Yes. No, but I think you're spot on, Mike. I mean, it's one thing if doctors didn't clear him. That'd be one thing. And it'd be another thing if he's doing the Andrew Bynum thing and he's bowling and he's dancing and all that kind of stuff while he should be rehabbing. But if he's been cleared to play and he isn't playing on his own, uh, you know, cognitive uh, beliefs, something's up. We don't know the whole story, mm-hmm. and he's not telling. You know, his, his people, because you know, it's not about you and the NBA; it's about you and your people. Something, something's, uh, something's askew here, and the fans have a right to be outraged. I mean, if if the if the tear of his ACL was so severe that he can't play, that'd be one thing. But if doctors say this guy can play. And he's just pretty much milking this season for the tens of billions of dollars he'll be making. It's a crime to the city of Chicago. It's a crime to the franchise. And, you know, it's almost to the point you want to, you know, cut ties and be done with him. And yeah. just work with what you've got.
0: So then what do you guys think is the reason why he's not playing? Because I, 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 I can't figure it
1: out. Why? I mean, see that, that there it is to me. It's it, well, why, why Why do I need to? Why should I have to at this point? Yeah, you know, uh, we're at the end of the season. I think there became a point, you know, when you consider if if and I think what I read was the doctors cleared him two months ago. Yeah, all right, now 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 that would take us if you take the turn the clock back, that takes us, uh, what, uh, Jonathan, to about six weeks remaining in the season. Yes, at that point, Derek Rose is sitting there going, Oh, what the hell, listen. I was able to get through the whole season. I, I you know, why come back now? Why don't I just wait until next year? And I think that that's what the deal is. Mm-hmm. I think it's you know, there's no, uh, there's no urgency. Let's put it that way. There's no urgency on. There's no personal urgency on the point on the part of Derek Rose. All right, there, there's no team concept with him. It's all about me. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about. And you know, i, I was just going to say it's only in it's only in sports where the uh, Andrew Bynums and the Derrick Roses can live, for God's sake. Because if that's you or I, we're losing our goddamn job.
0: Mm. So, over-under, when does he end up either on the Sixers or the Lakers?
2: No. Man. Would
0: well, you no, trade Andrew no, Bynum right now for Derrick Rose? As <laughs> long
2: as Adam Aaron is in place uh, as, ownership, as the uh, owner of the Sixers, I don't put it past him to make a deal. Uh, <sighs> but no, I just... Oh him on him on the Lakers Rose with the Lakers that'd be hilarious. Oh, it would be. That oh, would man. be fodder for as long as Dwight Howard stays.
1: Absolutely, yeah. that would make it even better.
2: Oh, man, Dwight that- Howard's
1: got to stay, and then you get Derek Rose over there. And again. if they sign
0: Andrew Bynum off the free agency,
2: hey, hey, they can get him back, you know? Yeah,
0: so you know, he, honestly, you know who I feel bad for out there? It's Steve Nash. I really do.
2: Mm-hmm. I feel bad for him. Is I mean, he's making his money,
0: but I feel bad that he's, you know, he goes from, uh, you know, all these cohesive teams to this just yeah. mess out there, you know.
2: From, from the that's aspect of a guy trying to win a championship before he hangs it up, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's a great point. You're absolutely right, Jonathan. Let me ask you a question:
0: uh, Nash gonna play another year next year? Oh yeah, oh
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I wow. think so. Absolutely, a doubt
0: about it. Yeah, he's playing next year. Yeah.
2: I feel yeah. bad for him, and I
0: feel bad for Antoine Jameson. I, everybody else, I could really, get, you know, give a crap yeah. about. Indeed. Well,
1: all right. That's now, listen, cool. you've asked us. You, you've asked us our opinion on Derrick Rose. So, what's now where, where do you come down on it?
0: What did you think? I come down on? It? Honestly, I, is, is it the fact that he may not be mentally ready to return, or he's just, like you said, I got through the whole season. Why well, return now? Who cares? You know? Uh, be, I, don't
2: want, I don't want to ruin the chemistry of the team that's in 100% place.
0: 1000% next season. You know what I mean? Right. I, I, I don't really want to know until I say, well, this guy's being an ass. Well, he is being an ass, but. Yes. I want to know exactly why he is not returning, because let me tell you right now, if Derrick Rose was on the Bulls right now, the Nets would have been out of the playoffs already.
2: Yeah, series would have been over. Instead, we've got the first Game 7 to take place in Brooklyn in uh, 57 years coming up. Derrick
0: Rose is that kind of player. Derrick Rose is a game-changer. Right no question about it he is one of the better point guards in the league and he is a damn game changer
2: is he well, a diva yes but he, he his value on the court cannot be diminished
0: yeah. well, all the more reason then all the more reason then should
1: absolutely. chicago lose this series absolutely that the fans should absolutely be outraged especially with yeah.
0: kirk hirer getting injured and not being able to play in the next game or i guess that was last night and who knows for uh game seven now I believe I I think it is tied up three three, right? So or yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's going into the seventh game. Now if Kirk Heimer doesn't play tonight, they're without another point guard. Why can't Derek Rose return tonight and be the savior? Or, or or excuse me, tomorrow night when they play. Yeah. You know, why can't he return and be the savior? I guarantee if he comes in and he plays game seven and they demolish the nets of that game to go to the second round, everybody's gonna forget about it instantly. They will. Oh you
1: I would agree with you one hundred percent? It would all be forgotten
0: and forgiven. Yeah,
1: and for exactly,
0: and forgiven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, stick with the trend here. And, uh, Mike, you brought this up before. Um, Boston Celtics, uh, I don't even know what position he plays because I've never seen the guy actually step foot on the floor. But uh, Jordan Crawford, I believe he's a point guard, could be a shooting guard. Um, had some serious words with Carmelo Anthony on the court, Mike. Um, you weren't too pleased with it. You're kind of uh, – Taken aback by it. I don't think it's a big deal. I've heard worse. Why don't you talk about that first? Send
2: up.
1: Well, you know, okay. I think probably most people know the story at this point. Um, you know, it was uh, concluding the game and uh um uh what's Jordan's last name, I'm sorry. Jordan Crawford? Yeah, Crawford. Okay, Crawford Crawford apparently gets into a into a verbal with uh Carmelo Anthony and uh it's obvious because, of course, it's captured via uh, cameras. It's obvious what he said because you can read lips, and it was a rather uh, tawdry uh, reference to his wife. Mm-hmm. My question to you pre-show, uh, Jonathan, was uh, does the NBA come down with any kind of fines as a result of it? Um, and, and your your response was, oh, come on, you know, look, trash-talking, trash-talking. To me, I just kind of felt that it, it really went way over the line with regard to trash talking, you know, there, uh, there's a time and a place. This was after the game. It was done. The game was finished. There was no reason for it. And, and to me, it just seemed like it was absolutely purposeful, and it was malicious, and I, I don't see where. And look, I played my share of sports. I did my share of trash talking, all right? I, I'm well aware of that. I got in my share of battles and scrapes and, 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 and even dropped the gloves a number of times. Right now. So I'm 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 right with it. It, it. Those kinds of things happen, and and listen, they're certainly motivators. How in the world though is that a motivator when a guy's coming at you throwing that kind of garbage in your face at the end of a game?
0: We'll find out. We'll see how Carmelo responds. Now you know uh, he, he he didn't have a good game that game, and uh, here comes Jordan Crawford, a guy who can't even play, throwing these words at him. You know, was it to? Continue to take Melo off his game to get him upset to really go, or is there uh, some kind of hatred between the two? Or,
1: or, or was it just you know, hey, you know, as, as we see so, so many times in the NBA, it, it's a, it's a me-centered league, and I can do and say whatever the hell I want.
2: Yes, and I think I think you're all bringing up the valid points here, uh, and it, I, I wouldn't be surprised if nothing is done but in terms of a fine or anything there's no fine whatsoever but you know this speaks to a larger issue you see this kind of stuff happen very frequently anymore and again it, it comes back to the way it's a big brother world out there cameras are everywhere microphones are all embedded in the court and what have you or close to the court so you can hear everything you don't have to lip read in this day and age you're going to hear it well before the seven second sensor gets it sometimes you know, you would think, and I understand. In the heat of the battle, you're going to say stuff. But yeah, this is after the game, so it makes you, you know. I, I understand both sides of it. Yeah. So yeah,
0: I mean, I, I've I've been to hundreds upon hundreds of NBA games, and I've 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 heard worse coming out of players' mouths. So it's sure. uh, you know, I've heard other players talking about other players' wives before. That's that's nothing new. But it was caught on camera. It was caught on microphone. Everybody got to hear it. Yeah. Um, great thing about it though is La La Vasquez Anthony Carmelo's wife uh hit up on Twitter and uh she said to Jordan Crawford, try again, you want to bench for a reason and she uh, added a pick with her Instagram that said strong women intimidate weak men. I thought that was awesome.
2: That's well
1: yeah, a- and good for her. I you know, when you brought that one up I said, Hey, that, excellent. She's playing the high road. Um yeah. I don't know, to me. Like I said, I don't have any problem with with the trash talking in any sport. I've got no problem. And look, God knows we know it goes on in every single sport. All right, trash talking no is an inherent part of the game. It. Exactly, I've got no issue with it. Mm. But in this particular case, I think it crossed the line, and I saw no purpose for it.
2: Yeah, well, we'll see.
0: Was there a lot of chirping throughout the night? Who knows? You know, that's the thing. You know, it's uh, they're listen. It, they're not going to talk about it. To them, it's done with. It's over. You know. Mm-hmm. It's over. They're going to play. Uh, oh. Same thing that happened with Garnett and Melo, where they almost came to blows in, in the back by one of their team bosses. And, uh, you know, next time they met up, you know, they shook hands, and that's it. They said they respect each other. It was all whatever. You know, heated a moment, heated a battle. And, and I, I think it's, you know, going to be the same case here. I think it's just going to be forgotten by the next game. Now oh, we'll yeah. see. Is, is it going to, you know, is it going to affect Melo's play in the next game? Because they really need him to uh, have a show on game now and uh, – we're gonna find out. You well, know. you
1: probably make a valid point from the standpoint that you're right. Who are the people talking about it? Well, it's us. Yeah. They're probably not talking about it at all. No.
0: Which you know, I said I I, I didn't think it was a big deal from the beginning. I I thought it was it was pretty funny that you know they're they're doing this after a game. I thought it was you know it was it was just stupid you know. <laughs> no matter how it escalated, super, But I didn't think it was a big deal because like I said, I've been there, I've done that, and I've seen it many many times in – in professional sports games, I've heard many, many, many players talk about it. many, many other players' wives. Um, it's nothing new. So, but Mike, you were insulted by it, so we had to talk about it.
1: <laughs> well, I, 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 you know, now don't make me a prude. Now I'm not <laughs> a prude. Oh, we well, well, <laughs> talking about profiling. Hello. Um, I, I just my question was, is something mm-hmm. like that penalty worthy? I guess that's my question.
2: No, no, it's not. I'd it's like not. to hope not, and if it is, to, if it is an infraction, you know it's going to be bargain basement, five or ten thousand tops. If so, so which which really isn't much of anything. It's a cup of coffee. Yeah, that's
0: it's 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 not anything fine or suspension related, and and it shouldn't be because if it is, then it's you know wow.
2: Then you we know. get back to the concept of the pussification of sports.
0: Well, that's and you know what we're already seeing that with last <laughs> night's Canadians under this game,
2: a with that a- hit on Lars Eller. You know, mm-hmm. it was a
0: clean hit. It was a it it was it was a clean hit. It, the head, no problem the head. And I was, no,
1: I didn't get a chance. Hey, I know you had the video that. up on uh f- on Facebook, uh, Jonathan, and you were indicating, what that it, even Kerry Fraser has come out and said, oh, it was clean.
0: Yeah, it was clean. It was. Um, if if anybody should be suspended or fined, it should be uh, Montreal Defensor Rafael Diaz for putting Lars Eller in the path of that hit, because it was just a lousy pass that opened up. Um, Lars Eller for that just monstrous hit by Eric Griber. I mean, he just flattened them. And from what I heard, um, Eller's got a, a concussion, a, bo- a, a broken nose, and a couple of lost teeth from it. Wow! Because he, when he got hit, he turned around and he face-planted right into the ice, man. I, listen, you don't like to see anybody get hurt, but that was a clean hockey hit. Yeah. It was a good hit. You know? Um, I'm sure Eric Griber would like to say, "Wow, I wish I didn't hit him that hard. But when you're skating at a guy and he skates right into you, you're going to get hit. You know, Every but that's time. what we're talking about with the other thing, too, with trash organ sports. There can't be any kind of suspensions or fights right. If it escalates into
2: fisticuffs or something going on in the back in the locker room, that's when there should be something that's fine or suspension worthy. Yeah, I mean, you you got to let stuff slide. And most athletes let things slide on a daily basis because they know it's all about getting in one's head. It's about the mental aspect of the game. Yeah. How much of the trash talking is literally meant, you know, legitimately and with meaning and with earnest, uh, probably less than 5% of it, I'd say. It's all about in the moment getting in one's head and getting in the back of their mind and messing with their psyche. Man,
0: let me tell you, guys like Scott Stevens, man, they could never play in today's NHL.
2: No, no. He was
0: suspended for about 90% of the season.
2: I could never coach in this NHL uh, with, the, uh, with the regulations and, oh, the helmets and the visors and uh, everybody play nice. Uh... <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, I had to. we got to have
0: Jim on more for uh, Open Forum Friday. do uh, 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 yeah. carry
2: on. Yes.
0: Yeah, not not next Friday because
2: next Friday is our 100th show, the centennial edition, yeah. two hours
0: special here on Fan Junkies Radio. It's going. And if
2: you think easy. we're struggling at one hour, hey, oh no, <laughs> oh
0: wow, next, no, next we're, we're is, not going to struggle.
2: You guys aren't going to struggle for two hours because you've got a lot of great guests coming. You got up some now.
0: great guests, man. We got some great sound clips. We got some great stories, and uh, it's going to be uh celebrating our radio show here. So
2: tell me a story, Uncle John. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, well, as long as you don't make me sit in your lap, that, oh, sounds, you know, that
2: sounded really creepy. I yeah, tell exactly you. right. I mean,
0: I mean that <laughs> sounded terribly creepy. I just to Open worry.
2: Forum Creepy Friday. Yes, Creepy <laughs> Friday.
0: Okay, let's go into our NBA playoff update. Yes. Let's look at the bracket. Uh, actually, let's look at last night's games first. Uh, Nets beat the Bulls 95-92 to force Game Seven.
1: Yep, and the Warriors
0: took the series. against the Nuggets. Um, On the bill for tonight, we got the Knicks and Celtics. The Knicks could close it out. Knicks are up 3-2 against Boston. Pacers and Hawks. Pacers can close it out. They're up three games to two. Oklahoma City Thunder, man, they looked like they were going to sweep the Rockets, and they're only up three games to two right now, but they can close it out tonight, as well as the Grizzlies as well, up 3-2 against the Clippers. Um, Mike? Yeah. Well, two for five in our picks now. You had, We both had Miami with the sweep.
1: Right. You had
0: the Spurs with the sweep, and I had Golden State in six. You had Denver in seven.
1: Yep.
0: Um, we didn't get the OKC series. We both had that in five. The Clippers series, you had it in five. I had it in six. And uh, the rest are Eastern Conference right now. Yep. For us. Yeah,
1: so, well, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest. I, I brought it up on uh, last night's five minutes at the Pratt House. Jonathan, I, I – uh, you know, despite our predictions, I- I'm actually surprised more of these series haven't concluded already.
0: No, because a lot of them were up three not, three games to none, three games to exactly. everybody, But we both got the Knicks in six, Mike, so that could be tonight.
1: What Right. Now, I mean, but th- when you take a look at the Knicks, uh, I'm surprised that that series wasn't over sooner. Yes. I'm surprised the OKC series wasn't over sooner. So uh, I brought it up last night. I, I, and I think that that's good. I mean, make no mistake. You know, what you're seeing is you're seeing really good, well-played, competitive, uh, playoff NBA action. So,
0: yeah.
1: I think that that's very, very good. But uh, I'm actually I'm actually a little bit surprised some of these have gone as long as they have.
0: Absolutely. All right, let's look at the NHL games from last night. The Capitals beat the Rangers 3-1. to one.
1: Yeah. What happened there, Jonathan? Oh, man,
0: awful. They they couldn't buy a goal last night. Couldn't buy a goal. Um Senators beat the Canadians four two in a game we were just talking about.
1: Yep, that was a, I was a little surprised by that.
0: Me, me as well, me as well. But the Canadians haven't looked that good over the past few weeks, Mike. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blues with a uh, two nothing uh, lead now over Los Angeles, the uh, defending Stanley Cup champions. Uh, two one win last night. Last uh, minute, goal. Patrick Berglund and Barrett Jackman.
1: Yeah, last minute gold in that one.
0: Yep, and another great great game between the Red Wings and the Ducks going into overtime. Red Wings winning it. 5-4. to four.
1: Was that their second overtime game already? Yes, it was. Yep, yep. there you go. That You know, are they going to have a game?
0: Are they going to play so, a game in
1: no, regulation? No, it wasn't.
0: It was their first one.
1: Oh, no. I thought that was their second one. Okay, I thought the first game went no, overtime. They won 3-1
0: in the last game. That's right, that's right. They got a game-winning goal from Gustav Nyquist. Mm-hmm.
2: What a name, Gustav. You just wanted to say Gustav Nyquist. I did man. Yeah. Stavroff dangle. Oh no 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 no, no. no, 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 no. Even I'm saying no to this. Oh boy. That's not good. Oh man. Oh no no! No, no. no, no. All right,
0: let's look at the bracket here. Uh, Blackhawks got a one game lead over the Minnesota Wild. Um St. Louis Blues have a two game lead over the Defending Stanley Cup champions, the Los Angeles Kings. Ducks and Red Wings tied at one game apiece. San Jose with a one game lead over Vancouver. Pittsburgh destroyed the Islanders the other night, 5-0. They now have a one-game lead over the Islanders. And Crybaby, Sidney Crosby, returns tonight for Pittsburgh. Bruins 1-0 over the Toronto Maple Leafs. Senators 1-0 over the Canadians. And the Capitals 1-0 over the Rangers. Games for tonight, guys. Yep. Senators-Canadians, Islanders versus Crybaby and the Penguins.
1: Wilds-Blackhawks,
0: Sharks-Canucks.
1: No uh no rest there for Montreal and Ottawa. They're going right back at it again tonight.
0: No oh, rest yes. at all. But that could actually benefit Ottawa again. So it's yeah, it it, it very good well. it. the high.
1: That's a great point, Jonathan. That's exactly what I was thinking as I'm looking at that.
0: I you know what, man, it's uh we both had Montreal, Mike. I have him in six, oh. you got him in seven.
1: Listen, I've got Montreal going to the Stanley Cup Finals. Are you kidding me? What? No way. Yes. No nope. yes. hey. I got Chicago going up against uh, Montreal.
2: And I I'm know that's not going
1: to make John Leary happy in the chat room, but hey.
2: I'm assuming you have Chicago winning it all, though. I do. Okay.
0: Really? Wow. Makes sense. I don't know. Not, not many people actually pick Chicago to win it all the way. Yeah. I've well, uh, seen some Penguins. I've seen some Blues. I've seen some uh, Rangers. And I've actually seen some San Jose Sharks, believe it or
2: not. Well, well, well the Sharks aren't going to make it. I'll just, I'll just end that right now.
1: In the bracket no... challenge, in the bracket challenge we played, uh, Jonathan, who do you have going to the finals?
2: Um, I got
0: the Ducks and Rangers going to the finals.
1: The Rangers? In the, bracket, in the other bracket. What? I, uh, bias. Uh, who do
0: I got? I got blue? Oh,
1: my goodness.
0: Blues and Penguins, I got going in the other bracket.
1: The, the Rangers.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And you're telling me you did that with, with with absolute, you know, there was no bias involved in
0: that at all. Oh, no, oh, no, no, There that was biased. Thank you. Absolutely. Was
2: biased he, was, he, was, he was wearing his red, white, and blue tinted glasses. In my other <laughs> bracket,
0: there was no bias at all. I actually chose teams that I thought were the showing a win. so. Oh,
1: my goodness. That's at least too- you're honest. That's yeah. too funny. Yeah, Yo, thank you for being honest. Oh, yeah, I can always
0: be honest about that. Yeah. I'll tell you when I pick my ranges over being biased tonight, and, and that was absolutely being biased. Okay, all
2: right.
1: <laughs> I need to see
0: at least one more cup win before I die, so.
2: Yeah, wait, 54 years. You've
0: here. got a long time to go. Don't worry, guys. You'll get. You'll. You'll see. That. I got at least. You know. Listen, if we're talking 54 years since '94, I'll be around for that. So I'm, All I
2: have to say is, at least you've won You've seen a cup win.
0: <laughs> yes, I did see a cup win. So
2: and I'm probably not going to anytime soon, folks. So don't worry. John Leary. John Leary writes. He is such a Homa. Homa.
0: Yeah. Go put your Yankees hat on, John.
2: And <laughs> <Get> a <Philly laughs> one on the other day. So that was good.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh. Uh, you guys see him walking around with that
0: Yankees capping around Boston. Oh,
2: uh, uh, yeah, people look at you a little strange there. A uh, little strange. A little strange.
0: Mike, you you, you yeah. actually saw two Stanley Cup wins for the uh, Flyers. Why don't you tell Jim a little bit about that?
2: Oh, Jim.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> no, I mean, truly, it was one, it was one of the greatest things. That, and, or, truly, the greatest uh, championship I've ever experienced in my lifetime. And, of course, I saw two for the uh, – for the uh, for the uh, Philadelphia Phillies as well, but the Flyers ones were were just
2: well they haunted. set they set the precedent. I mean, the Phillies, the Sixers, when they won in '83, they yep. all followed the mold of the parade route and the parade style, you know that uh, that the Flyers of uh, the Broad Street Bullies did. So there you go.
1: You know, it's interesting because when I look at the two of them, um, the two wins, uh, the Flyers won in '74 and then again in '75. Mm-hmm. The one that I enjoyed more was the second one. Uh, when they beat Buffalo.
2: Well, yeah. Yeah. Buffalo! Yeah.
1: And then of course, they were going for the hat-trick in 76 against Montreal, and they got, I think they got swept.
2: I believe they did, in too, that, yes.
1: In that series, I think it was 4 nothing, uh
2: mm-hmm.
1: in the finals against Montreal. Yeah, oh, boy, that was
2: rough. Yes, it was. Well, Montreal, it was, Montreal at one point in time was like the Yankees of hockey. I mean, they technically still are, because they have the most championships in, in yeah. NHL history, but, you know, it's... Been a while since they've been on top of the mountain, but now, they, and I gotta say, it's nice to see them playing competitive hockey again.
1: Oh, I agree. I agree. So, that '76 team just absolutely rich with incredible talent. That was uh, the, the Montreal Canadiens. That was Scotty Bowman's team. Uh, Scotty R- Bowman, enough said. Ken t- t- Dryden in the Nets and uh, Guy Lafleur. Dryden. Right, yeah. um, oh. Who else was Who else was on that team? A, a whole bunch of them, though. Yeah,
0: yeah. What about that '76's championship? You want to tell well, Jim a little bit about that? Uh? <laughs>
1: Eighty-three. That was I. I, I Four-five-zero. Yes, I remember that one quite well. Would you like to swap out Moses
0: Malone and Maurice Cheeks right now for uh, Drew Holiday and Angie Bynum, or what?
2: Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh I'll smack you! Oh. <laughs> you're lucky you're stayed away, man. You're lucky
0: <laughs> you're stayed away. Hey, draw I'll take a ride down there, man.
2: Yeah, no, you won't. Although before with
0: that creepy comedy you might make me sit on your lap. So. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm sorry. I was watching too many of those Chris Hansen things. Uh, no, I thought you were watching now.
0: some uh, softcore stuff on Showtime last <laughs> yeah. night.
2: I don't want to pay TV. Sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, I man. All it's right.
2: It's for porn. Anyway.
0: Well, it was a fun, fun, fun Open Forum Friday here.
2: Oh, you're cutting it off early.
0: Oh, you know? yeah, man. we got to plug
2: some things here, man. we got a
0: big week next week.
2: Okay. <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> We got, seven minutes left of the show. Don't bother calling in, people. That's what, that's what John's saying, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, that's it. Let's, let's get off. There you go. No. Let's get
0: off, man. we got a little if, over six if, minutes left. If, if
2: they
1: didn't have time, you know, they had more than ample time to call in.
0: That's exactly. If you didn't that's call right. in by now, we'll talk to you on Monday. You know?
2: the, the listener's always right. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure he is. All right, anyway.
0: The listeners are there. They like to listen. They really don't like to talk. Yes, so. John said oh, burn!" Not sure what he's talking about, but. Oh, man. But, all right. Good show here today. Let's uh, plug some of the shows for next week. On Monday, May 6th, we'll be joi-
1: joined. <laughs> what was that? Albeit a bit disjointed. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Um, Monday, May 6th, we'll be joined by WIFL owner. Ray Blanchett, a good friend of ours here on Fan Junkies Radio, um, coming off the Lakeland, Florida tryout for the Women's Indoor Football League this Saturday. So we'll find out how those tryouts went, um, some future things with the WIFL and more. I know right after Lakeland, they'll be in Montgomery, Alabama. Um, After that, I believe Washington, D.C., North Carolina, and then up here um, in August for the Philadelphia tryout, Mike, that you and I will be at. Yep. Going to have a good time there. Got a lot of media members coming, so it's going to be fun, fun times. At that tryout, but August 10th, right? Yes, August 10th, right? But if you're down in Lakeland, Florida, or you're down in Montgomery, Alabama, and you want to sign up to try out, get over to wiflfootball.com right now and uh, seriously play real women's football, none of the lingerie crap. Um, May 8th, Mike. I know you're happy about this, Jim. You should be happy about this too. We'll be joined by CSN Philly anchor John Bork to talk a little bit about the NHL playoffs and. What's going on with the Flyers and what's going to happen next season with them? Mike, if you have any other Philly questions, I'm sure you'll throw it out there. Oh,
1: absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. That should be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, it
2: should be. Well, there's
1: a lot of, you know, look, make no mistake, there's a lot of question marks hanging around that uh, Flyers team.
2: Even though they have committed to Peter Laviolette, there are absolutely. I mean, will Will Breer be back? Will Bruce be back? Yep. Uh, you know, so many. Uh, uh, this off season is one of great uncertainty in South Philadelphia.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I think that you know you got to start with the first question: Is bringing Laviolette back the right thing to do? Well, yeah. what do you think, Mike? Well, I do. I you know I'm all in favor of it. You know, um, I, I frankly don't put. I don't put what happened to the team necessarily completely at his feet this year. No. I-, I am a bit concerned, I will say this, I am a bit concerned he having the kind of personality that he does, that perhaps maybe some of the players, you know, th- let's put it this way, the shtick got old.
2: And they turned against him. That's right. entirely possible. But but you're right, you shouldn't, I mean, it's a short season, so a lot of weird things happen. Uh, that being said, there are some big problems, <clears throat> defense, special teams on yep. this teams that need to be addressed. Yep.
0: yeah. It's a so. shame because uh, Brizzy was so good first half of the season, man. Oh uh,
2: yeah, did, he, he was—he was keeping them in games.
0: Yeah, he was. I mean, you know what? Everybody's uh, taking it out on Briz, but you know what? He—he uh, he was the only one playing for a while. Yeah,
1: so complete meltdown. Uh, yeah. Complete meltdown at the end of the season, though.
0: Him and uh, who else was playing uh, really good? Wayne Simmons
2: and uh, Jacob oh, Simmons, Voracek, right? Simmons top to bottom this season was was awesome. He's the best player on this team. Yeah, Voracek and Voracek was pretty good Voracek. this season too,
0: right? Voracek mm-hmm. had led the team
1: in, uh, in scoring. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what happened with guys like Giroux
0: and all these other guys, man? It's uh, you know, kind of falls at their feet, man. You have to, you know,
1: mm-hmm. give it to them. Giroux but, really was a non-factor.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is shocking, man, because uh, you know, even I'm a fan of Giroux, man. Which is, uh, you know, I love watching a you know kid play. So.
1: Well, I'm wondering if they made the mistake by giving him the C. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. We've seen that. We've seen that many
2: times in the NHL. the yes, yes, stigma. He may be a great
0: player. Team. doesn't make him a leader. You know. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know and what? Put it on a guy like
2: Simmons. You know? Yeah, I'd love it. I'd you love know. to see that. Get his hard edge style in there, man. Bullies two 0.
1: Well, it's <laughs> no there's no doubt about it. The two things that they were missing this year uh Pronger and uh Jager. Yes, Yeah. They, they just weren't able to replace those two things.
0: No, no, not at all. Did you ever think that man that wow we couldn't replace Yammer Yager.
1: Well, I did. Uh, I didn't want him to go. I thought that the Flyers were foolish not to uh, renegotiate that one. I've said it before right here on this show, that the two biggest mistakes that were made by Philadelphia teams in the past year, year and a half, were Abana leaving and Yager going.
0: Man, why are you always sticking up for the old guys for Mike?
1: It's my generation, man. AARP we, we got to stick together.
0: How yeah. would them go for the early bird uh, breakfast or what? It's the Derek
2: fall group. It's pretty, pretty, <laughs> fresh, and fruity, baby. That's right. <laughs>
0: Hey, Yarmie, want to go to IHOP? <laughs> <laughs> IHOOSH?
2: <laughs> oh, and Yagarin is Ilya oh. Brzgalov walking to an IHOP. And <laughs> and fly, baby, here we come.
0: <laughs> All right, man. May, uh, May 10th, this upcoming Friday, is our 100th episode here on Fan Junkies Radio. It's going to be a celebration of our show. I guess we're going to talk about some of our favorite shows, talk about some of our favorite guests, and as well be joined by some great guests, one of them being... A former guest of ours, and that's former NBA player, Chucky Brown. Yeah. We had a blast with him on our first show. Looking forward to Friday to have him on, as well as a few other guests. And you'll find out during this week as we announce some of them. So uh-huh. it's going to be I a good that. one. But let me just thank Jim Williams for joining us today for Open Forum Friday.
2: Jim, you.
0: James, stuff,
2: the Great pleasure CLWA3 dot com. Okay, There you go.
0: Exactly. And as always, dot fanjunkies.net. Get over there. Show some support. Sign up.
1: Frat House Saturday tomorrow, 1 o'clock.
0: And Frat House Saturday tomorrow at 1 o'clock with Mike McShane.
1: Yep. So and the Geritol well, Group.
0: It's, it's, is it going to be a good one tomorrow, Mike? The Geritol Group. Well, I have them all together. Yep. Great. Okay, good. All right, so for Jim Williams, Mike McShane, I'm Jonathan Raggis. We'll see you all tomorrow for Frat House Saturday.
1: Catch you then.